Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Niall Spain. We are your fuck buddies. Welcome to our podcast. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we take any queries we get either from social media uh, that we discover out in the wild or uh, from our good listeners and we try to answer them. They don't like to be called queries. (laughs) They do. They I mean, they, they probably did. But this week, we're not doing that. Okay. Ben Shapiro's got it. Yeah, it's true. Ben Shapiro tweeted today that he was he was taking dating questions. So if you, I always, you know what? This is probably the best thing that's ever happened for my imposter syndrome. Because like, I frequently be like, are we qualified to do this? Mm-hmm. And then Ben Shapiro thinks he's qualified to do it. So it's like. A man who doesn't understand how aroused women function mm-hmm. or, you know, aroused people with vaginas function. Yeah. And thinks he can give dating advice. It's yeah, like, so what? like all this time where I felt like, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have started a podcast that, you know, like, was it arrogant? Was it dumb? Am I just completely unsuited? No, we're good, baby. Woo-woo. And we can take a week off. This is all good. It's all coming up. Fuck buds. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was reassuring. I was like, OK, great. Like, if this idiot thinks he can do it, then mm-hmm. then I can do it. I have probably seen far more genitals than he's ever seen. And as we know, uh, sex, sex and dating advice prowess is measured only in <laughs> genitals you've seen. Yes. Your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you got to rack it up. It's like Pokemon. But mm-hmm. instead of catching adorable monsters that you fight, it's just getting your eyeballs on some some dangly bits. Yeah. So I assume you, you've given WAP a listen, right? Um, you know what? I actually have only heard the clips of the song that have been like parodied. I've not, I haven't listened to the whole thing. Okay, because you can't think of Ben Shapiro and not think of his just terrible reaction to WAP. However, I want to get your terrible reaction to WAP. Okay. Because there are a lot of really good lines in it. Uh there's a lot of really good things in general that does for like women's sexuality. And like one, I do kind of want to write hard ass dick as like a parody <laughs> song. Cause that would be very funny. I think. Uh, and I just imagine that if someone had written a song about how hard their dick gets, I don't know if it would have gotten quite the good press. Um, but I, I promise you that exists out in the world somewhere. Probably. But the fact that it's not like the cultural issue of the, you know, our hot topic, uh, but I'm just going to hit you with this one line okay. because it did things to me. Panani- Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You have to make sure that you say the P word. Like if if the word pussy is said <gasps> it, to honor our our boy Ben Shapiro, Benny S, you do have to say P word. Um. Oh, so I can't say pussy is what you're saying. I mean, I can't say no. P word. Yes, you have to say P oh. word. I thought you were saying I have to say pussy if it says no, P word. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, there is no P word, unfortunately, no. in, in the the line and a half. <sighs> I'm going to read the just two lines, right? Okay. My head game is fire, punani dasani. It's going in dry and it's coming out soggy. Mm-hmm. So, any thoughts? 
like I don't think I would just because something is wet doesn't mean it's soggy. Well, okay, thank you. Okay, but what does what is the because they're talking about a dick goes in dry and it uh-huh. comes out soggy. What is like the essential the essence of being soggy? It's a texture thing. Like it's it becomes mushy and like that. That's that exactly. It's like a structural integrity thing. Yeah. Right. I don't want my dick to come out compromised. Right. No. No. Like, yeah. If it can be mushed by like a wayward like, or it's just gonna like fall apart. Like soggy is such a terrible word. Yeah, I don't want soggy to ever be an adjective associated with my penis. Uh, to be honest, I don't want it associated with any part of my body, but particularly my penis. Yeah, soggy is such a terrible word. Because, like, like, think about it. It's like, like if you think about wet bread, like the second you sort of like pick it up, it, it all falls apart and crumbles. Yeah. Imagine that happening to your dick. There's there's structural damage. Like soggy isn't isn't a, like an outside thing. It's it's been it's gotten in it's invaded every part of you i'm glad and i'm glad you're on the same wavelength arguably it's irreversible oh you can't de unsoggy something hey you can't like once something is soggy it really like it's never going back the way it was no i'm i just that, that one bit it got me i mean like i have i've i've seen people talk about like various things and i've heard clips of it and stuff and it's like i have my problems with it i don't really think it's the beacon of women's sexuality <laughs> that everyone seems to make it out to me because no still... but like it doesn't have to be the one considering like just like people are weird about female arousal and female pleasure and just like p words <laughs> in general yeah. so it's like and, like female desire to have yeah, sex as well. exactly yeah. so just get out there and just be like yeah i'm wet as fuck hell yeah i'm down to fuck i like sex it's great i love it but uh, i don't want my dick to ever get soggy no please please cardi b please cardi don't bring <laughs> your your powerful vagina and it's soggy magic <laughs> yeah Oh man, someone just tweeted at us saying they think WAP stands for worship and prayer, and I 1000% cannot tell if they're taking the piss. They 100% believe that. Yeah, well. This is, this is like angry white women retaking WAP. <laughs> <laughs> like, this oh. is like they are so offended by the black women white. talking about sexuality that they need to be like, no, no, no. We need, we need to change the letters. We will have no P words in this house. Oh, man, we're older than Cardi B, yeah? <laughs> okay. I thought she was way older than us. All right, will I hit you with a thing? Yeah, hit me with a question. <laughs> so, or more Cardi B trivia if you want. Uh, no, okay, now I'm curious. How old is Cardi B? Cardi B was born in 92. Uh, this is by Throw RA 76767676767676. My female 20-year-old boyfriend, male 22-year-old, of three years, got a FaceTime last night from a group of his drunken girlfriends, asking him to sh- asking him to show them his fat dick. <laughs> Title just about sums it up. Forgive me if I'm making formatting errors. Blah blah blah. So my boyfriend Nick and I have been together for three years. He's super nice, caring guy, and I've never had any serious doubts about things until last night. As the title says, last night while he was with me on my place, he got a FaceTime call from his friend M. M has known him a lot longer than I have. They grew up together, so I always respected their friendship. I've also met M many times. She was always super nice to me and super fun, and we follow each other on social media. I've never had any reason to dislike her or disapprove of their friendship. So in all honesty, her FaceTiming my BF somewhat late at night didn't raise immediate alarm bells. However, before he answered, he warned me M was on a beach trip with a few other girlfriends. There were three other girls, four total, including, including M. Without getting too carried away, I'd like to add context. Obviously, my BF is two years older than me. 
M and her three friends are closer than Nick's age, 22, 23, whereas I am yet to be 21. Including that info to also express the fact that M and these three other girls, my BF, all went to school together, all in the same grade through high school, maybe middle school as well. Point being, they've known him for quite some time. They also know he's been dating me for three years, in italics, as these three other girls follow me on social media like M. I've met them a handful of times, but he's not as close to them as he is with M. I guess the best way to summarize is they're M's friend, but because they all went to school together and are the same age, they're fairly good friends. Anyway, he tells me she's FaceTiming him. He tells me she's with these three other friends that are at the beach. I said he should answer them. They're probably having a good time and just want to tell him about it. He answers. And her three friends all immediately start screaming my BF's name. Then they begin to scream his name, followed by, Show us your fat dick! They were clearly <laughs> hammered, but I was mortified. What the fuck? My boyfriend seemed pretty shocked too, told them he was with me, and asked what the fuck that was about. They had a mix of explanations. They're drunk. They meant to call someone else. It was an accident, question mark. I'm really struggling because I'm so shocked and confused. I realize that I can't blame my boyfriend because it's clearly not his fault, but at the same time, I do not understand why these girls, these women actually, were all fucking adults. I think it was appropriate to say, some, say this to someone who's been in a committed relationship for years. It doesn't make sense. I'm also struggling because it makes me wonder if my boyfriend has created an atmosphere where these women think acting this way towards him is okay. I feel like he would never do something like that, but I'm at a loss. Why would they think it's okay and only stop when Nick told them he was with me? Also, for what's worth, I'm upset with these women too, obviously. We didn't hang out often, but I'm upset the few times we did, they were nice to me, and then they do something so vulgar and inappropriate. I just don't understand. I'm also upset at the fact they didn't produce a single valid explanation. Clearly, they... <laughs> Explain this fat dick! Which fat dick do you want to see? Clearly, they did not mean to call someone else. They gleefully screamed his name. How was that an accident? Whole incident happened at 11. I fell asleep shortly after. When we woke up, we talked about it briefly and then left for work. Am texted him and said something along the lines of, Nick, you're being weird. We were just really drunk. Tell original poster we're sorry. They were hammered. It was obvious. I don't understand why they did it, though. I've been inebriated and never have I FaceTimed someone's boyfriend of several years and asked them to show me their penis. Just doesn't add up. Nor does it add up that Am said Nick was being weird. How is he acting odd? I think... WTF is a pretty standard response unless they're used to him acting a different way. The only person I've talked about this was my best friend. She knows Nick well and thinks these women were probably just wasted. She agrees she would never do something like that in the influence, but some women will. I suppose they could be right, but I have a hard time making peace with it because I would never do that and these women are two to three years older than me. I'm sorry for the long post rant. I'm upset and confused. I would love to shake it off, but it really shocked me to my core. I can't stop hearing their four voices in the choirs of show us your fat dick. Can't get over it. What the <laughs> fuck was that? So yeah, any advice or perspective appreciate them at a total loss. So the most important thing wasn't talked about, and that is whether or not Nick actually has a fat dick. So there is an edit and an update later on, and Nick does in fact have a fat dick. Okay, because I was gonna say, like, if if he didn't have a fat dick, it would just be drunk girls yelling at But or the fact that they bullying. know that that he has a fat dick lends itself to like well how do they know about his fat dick <laughs> right because that's because if if like if we're talking a particular like a, a sizable dick that is you know something that could be like oh this is a, a defining attribute of your penis um then it's goes it stands to reason that one of them has seen the dick or heard of or the heard dick. about it 
Um, like, let's be fair. They all grew up. They all went to school together. They probably know someone Nick's hooked up with. That's true. And even if they did, does it really matter? No, I mean, like, like I, if I they, get it. Like, I understand why she's, like, perturbed by this. Mm-hmm. Kind you of. You know what I mean? Like, if, okay, like, if someone, like, if your girlfriend had a birthmark on, you know, a sensitive area, um, and, like, a bunch of drunk dudes FaceTimed her at 11 being like, show us your heart-shaped birthmark on your pussy! Show it to us! You would be like, the fuck? Yes, however, that's also different. You know what I mean? If they were like, show us your big tits, you know, and their tits were big, it would still be like, okay, but it's also pretty much the, like, I love how this person is so confused by them yelling something like this over Skype or whatever because they were drunk. It's like pretty much the only thing people yell when they're like drunk and young and dumb and like calling people. And nine times out of 10, it's not even serious. It's like when you pick up the phone and you're 20 and your parent, your friend is like, come back to bed, Nile. You know, like people yes. do dumb shit like this over like calls. And it's like to then fall into such like a deep spiral of like, it doesn't make sense because they're two to three years older than me, which means he must have created a scenario where him showing his fat dick to four girls is normal. No, like, I mean, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And I'm I'm definitely leaning on that side of being like, it's don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. But like, I do understand like she's, she's definitely gone off the deep end a little bit, like worrying about the like age difference and everything like that has nothing really anything to do with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when it's so minimal as well. Yeah. But like, I, I would, I would a hundred percent be uncomfortable to then like, again, if, if a group of dudes hammered, you know, FaceTime my girlfriend in, in like the middle of the night, and said something, you know, not easily to to know about her physical anatomy. Because, like, with your example of the boobs, like, you could look at someone fully clothed and know mm-hmm. roughly the size of their boobs. You know what I mean? But to, like, most people can't look at a dude and be like, fat dick, uh, normal dick, not so normal. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even fat dick isn't necessarily, like, it's a funny, trendy term. And, like, these days, like, if someone was like, oh, show us your big dick, like, yelling it out, they wouldn't necessarily, you wouldn't jump to, like, wait a minute, that dick must be, if it is big, so therefore they must know. Like, I feel like it's something someone would just yell out. I feel like these days, maybe fat dick is more likely to be yelled out than big dick. But either way, to then be like, cool, I've now got to, like, be in social situations with these people who may or may not know about my boyfriend. Yeah, Like, it, it does add an air of uncomfortability to the situation you know what i mean like i would be awkward around people who who said something like that to my partner yeah i could you know what it's funny because and i know it's not necessarily fair or even necessarily makes sense but i can see it being more offensive when guys are doing it to girls than girls doing it to guys i think a lot of that stems from like you know, girls are used to being, like, catcalled and, like, having guys be really, like, fucking vulgar sexually to them, whereas, like, when girls do it, it's usually either a joke or in a friendly, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't yell at a stranger and harass them. It's usually, like, between friends or, like, as a a joke. So I think maybe that's throwing me off and maybe it shouldn't. So, for me, I can definitely see why something dumb like that happened, and I doubt they actually meant it, you know? 
like maybe they just heard he had a fat dick or maybe they were just saying fat dick because it's a funny term or, you know, saying just show us your dick is not as like funny. I very much doubt they actually expected him to like pull his dick out. I think they were all just drunk and yelling dumb shit. That's the thing. It's like it's one of those things where when I was in quarantine, a friend of mine, actually more of like a friend of a friend, like I'm I'm friends with her, but like I only know her through another friend. And the only time I've ever really hung out with her is when I was with that friend. Um, she FaceTimed me and it was her and her husband, who I've never met, absolutely fucking hammered. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we saw you online and I wanted to talk to you. And I was like, oh, OK, what's up? And so, like, that's probably, like you said, that's probably what happened. Like, they were probably, like, fucking hammered. They were on their phones, saw that you were online, and were like, boom, let's FaceTime them. Yeah. And then, you know, someone was like, or mentioned your name, and someone was like, oh, I heard he has a big dick. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, let's call out. <laughs> or, like, maybe it was a thing in high school where they, like, heard about it and, like, ragged him for a little bit, and he got embarrassed. Because, like, you know, it could be even something as simple as that, which is a lot less awkward well, and whatever right you'd imagine he would bring that up as a defense if this you know what i mean like if, if this was a thing that they've done all of, like he would probably be like oh it's a stupid thing they used to do to me in high school yeah maybe rather than being like you know whatever he's currently doing so like, advice my thing is like you need to talk to your boyfriend and be like hey i'm uncomfortable with this and i kind of like i don't want to tell you not to be friends with these women anymore but I need some assurance that there are boundaries between you. I, honestly, like my first thing would be to not overreact because like your boyfriend didn't do anything sketchy. It wasn't like he was trying to like run into the other room or like cancel the call or like, you know, it's not like he had this like fat dick showing relationship with these people where he was like, oh, no, you're finally here. Like, it's not his fault. And don't think that he fosters a relationship where this is whatever. Like they probably are just chill with each other and can make jokes. And that's why they didn't feel uncomfortable making this thing, which again, yeah, we can get why you're upset, but like, don't put it on him. Cause it doesn't look Here's like he's done anything wrong. You and need to remember that. Like, have you ever bragged about his penis size to any of your female friends? I'm like, I'm, positive you probably have and therefore you grabbed about to the internet right after so yeah now everyone knows he has the fat dick um so it's like like you said he probably hooked up with either one of them or someone in high school Mm -hmm. and people talk about that kind of stuff so it's like it's also could be public knowledge i mean i think that's a stretch i think they know well it's that fat it's gonna be a stretch dane (laughs) um but like i i i think first step is not to overreact Second step is not to punish him for what someone else did drunkenly. And then third step is like, you know, as you said, Dan, like talk to him. He seems to understand why you would feel uncomfortable. And like, just just talk it out. Make sure that there's no nothing to be worried about, you know, and I'm sure these people probably feel like idiots because I doubt they meant it sincerely. And I doubt they intended to embarrass you or put anyone in an awkward thing. I think they were just being dumb and drunk. That's the thing. It's like when you're hammered, no one thinks really about consequence you know what i mean no one they were probably just like let's tell you know was it nick like let's ask nick to show us his dick no one well, was probably like a hey. bunch of bunch of their friends and were yelling shit like that as well that's what they oh. said in the update so it was like you know but she was like i don't know because they said that they tried to call someone else but they said his name that's like yeah they, they backtracked and were like oh shit we upset her like let's not get nick in trouble yeah i mean yeah i that's i think that is the key there is that 
they were trying to protect your boyfriend because they know they fucked up. Yeah. So, like, that means that, like, they, they're they not doing anything nefarious. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, also, like, if you wanted to be sneaky about it, you wouldn't be on FaceTime and screaming. No, you wouldn't. So, like, he's obviously not up to anything mischievous. Mm-hmm. They were fucking just made dumb, stupid, drunk decisions. And you are kind of caught in the middle of, like, this ball of, uh, you know, overreactive anxiety. And you just kind of, like, need to level out and realize all the all the things that are currently in play and be like okay this isn't a big deal yeah all right hit me with that fat dick <laughs> you know what we're gonna since we're talking about the appearance of genitals this comes from reddit user my name that is emma is the appearance of a girl's vag a factor in sex might be a silly question but i gotta ask are guys at all conscious slash bothered about the appearance of a girl's vagina and vulva especially during cunnilingus because there's a lot of ladies out there with big vaginas with a lot of meat and it's something women are insecure about, just as guys are insecure insecure about dick size. But I don't know if it matters. Or if there's a standard of attractive vagina, the way that there's an acceptable standard of dick size. Which I know there isn't as a woman, but <laughs> is it the same for men? Uh, I would say not at all. Here's a question for you. Uh, have you ever come across a, you know, a particularly unique looking vagina? Not really. All the vaginas I've seen are like, you know, like they're different, but like they're all just vaginas, right? Like nothing that's given me pause, right? Yeah. I mean, like I've I've read and seen pictures of people with like, you know, large labia, um, but I've never sort of encountered them in the wild when I was single. There's nothing um, wrong with a large labia either, right? Like but that's the, yeah. Just like a vagina, right? Like I, you know. I imagine there are people who have preferences. I'm sure there are people who, you know, aren't a big fan of it. The same way that, like, some women aren't a fan of, like, uncircumcised or circumcised. You're allowed to have preferences, you know what I mean? Like, as long as they're not manifesting in a toxic way. Well, as far as I know and as far as I've seen, the difference between vagina to vagina does not stack up to the difference between penis to penis. Like, visually, at the very least, right? Like, sure, yeah, you could have wildly different penises in terms of like length and girt and like you know being cut or uncut and like yeah bending certain ways and you know all this shit like i don't think you get that same like very obvious like difference uh visually in vaginas and like i have literally i've seen a lot of vaginas and some are different to others and they're all fine like I, yeah and i've never heard anybody any guy i've ever met talk about a vagina looking weird ever and yeah, I've, I know, I've seen posts, but I, in my experience, yeah, I, I would agree. It's like I've never heard anyone in my real life be like, I couldn't do it, man. I've never even heard someone complain or even mention it, like never be like, oh, it was a bit weird, you know, ever. Um, and I've never. But but on like on the contrary, how many women have I met who were ashamed of me seeing their vagina or like awkward about it? Like the first few times, that's a lot mm-hmm. of them. Like so many of them. And it's it's wild because every single person had a beautiful vagina and it was fucking fine. And they were so like self-conscious about it. It's actually something I hate. Like I really wish people didn't feel that way because it sucks. You know, for them, for their partner, for their own pleasure, because like you're never going to really get into it if you're like terrified that they're down there having the worst fucking time. Right. Also, like just in terms of the way that our body is laid out. If I'm going down on you, I'm not looking at your vagina. 
Yeah, that's another thing. It's like you might see it <laughs> briefly, but like your mouth is there. Your your eyes are like, you know, maybe your belly. If you got a weird belly button, that's a deal breaker for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. That's that's what you should be fucking terrible. Like, look at it you right know, now. Just Judge yourself. It. No, don't, please. I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. If you've got an Audi, you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about an Audi clit, right? I'm talking about Audi everything. If everything on your body sort of just gently protrudes mm-hmm. outward. Audi kidneys are good. Um, now the main thing is, uh, so I've been listening, I got like, a like an early access thing to Ben Shapiro's, uh, sex and dating podcast, um, mm-hmm. or episode. I don't know what he does. I don't give a fuck what he does. <laughs> I can't even continue to charade. If you're wet, I'm leaving because that's a disease as he tells me. Wait, well, <laughs> what was I don't... where was I going? I was going to, I was making a joke about, I listened to his thing and then I said, I don't care about him, but I'm still taking his advice. If you're wet, it's a disease and I'm leaving. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't worry. Like the same thing with like dudes, like you got what you got. There's nothing you can do about it. Fucking own it. Rock it. Understand that. Like if someone is into you and wants to have sex with you, they're going to do it regardless of what's the visual appeal is down there. What people think is the amount of time someone looks at a vagina and goes, oh, is probably like 10,000 times more than what happens in actual reality. Like I think yeah, it's or it's just like, and it's like 98%. Yeah, well, some people are fucking weird. Like you're going to get people who think wetness is a disease a la ben, ben Shapiro, right? But like just because somebody has a reaction doesn't mean they're correct. You know what I mean? It's like if someone runs down the street past you and is like, you're an asshole. Do you take that to heart? Do you go, damn, maybe I am a bad person. Like, it doesn't matter what's said. It's who's saying it. And if someone's just either super insecure or an asshole or a weirdo, it doesn't really matter what they think. So I would strongly advise against being insecure about your own vagina. Um, if you do have large concerns, like you can go see a doctor, I guess, if you think there's something actually wrong with it. But visually, I'm sure it's fine. All right, this is from Seduction. Um, no. Cold Approach to Girl of the Park by I Am Emotion. Or sorry, Jesus. One Am Emotion. I'm sitting in the park and a girl walks by. I ask her if she could do me a favor and take a picture in front of the sun. So she does. I then ask if she'd like to spend the sunset with me. There's 15 minutes left. She rejects and leaves. Is that it? That's it. Was he taking a picture of her in front of the sun? I assume him in front of I the assume sun. he asked her to take a picture of him in front of the sun. That's not good photography, man. <laughs> yeah. It was all going well. Like you would have definitely, you know, closed or whatever the fucking seduction term is, but then you ruined it with bad mise en scène. Or is that just I mean, video? I guess like, you know, you could be going for the silhouette look if you oh, really shit. want to. But like, you know, I think you're just wasting golden hour at that point. You know, it's true. Use that, use that light, baby. Get it. Mm. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what to say about this. It's rate rate his approach, brah. You know what? I, I would say uh, from the things I've read of seduction, this is probably on the better end of things because, like, he didn't be creepy with like his. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he didn't I mean, tell us if he was creepy. I don't know if it's the same. Well, not being. Well, you know what I mean. He wasn't like, oh, I just had, you're so beautiful. You're, you know, I want to spend this beautiful sunset with a beautiful girl. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't any of that shit. If he was just like, hey, do you want to, can you take a picture of me? And that was just like icebreaker. And mm-hmm. then he was like, hey, would you like to watch the sunset with me? If that's all he said, it's like, well, you know, good try. 
But like at the same time, it's like this was destined to fail, right? Yeah, I'm not saying it was it was I like comparatively to the other advice I am sure he got in this scheming piles of flaming shit. It's just regular shit. Yeah, but like the thing is, I feel like people like this, the more of these that happen that fail, the more bitter they get. And then it just like they poison their own feelings towards women and it just becomes a whole fucking thing. So like, I don't want to ever be like, yeah, well, good shot, I guess, you know, because it was never going to work. Someone's walking by in a park. They're probably going somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, even if they wanted to spend the sunset with you, which is a weird thing to ask um, to a stranger, they weren't, they were going somewhere like, and you can't just, how do you know? Maybe they were just going to find another bench to watch the sunset alone. Well, there you answered your own question. Alone. Yeah, but now they've met this charming man who doesn't know how to take pictures. <laughs> uh, I just I just thought it was funny. It's so brief and sad and useless. Don't set yourself up for failure. Don't do this weird shit and these like strange games. Just like go to a place where it's actually okay for you to talk to strangers and, and talk to them. Where's more. that now? Where's that? Bars. Yeah. What's currently happening in the world? Uh, that you can go inside with a mask to conceal your ugliness, so you're doing better. <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to take pictures in front of the sunset? It's weird. I get it. Considering the other things you've brought from fucking seduction, mm-hmm. I think I think they're getting better. <laughs> Maybe. Well, everyone's like, bro, you fucked up. You're so awkward, you loser. So I don't know. Yeah, well, you know what? I hope this guy sticks with sunsets before he goes into fucking, you know, pulling women into dark corners and throwing them under his sweaty suit jacket. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. All right. Do you want me to throw in a different question or do you want to hit me one? I got one. Okay. This comes from Playful Remote 9. I'm dating a girl who I'm not wildly attracted to, but we are incredibly compatible. It sometimes makes me feel like I'm settling. Is this normal? I worry if I feel this way, I'll regret it later. To clarify, I think she's cute, but I don't have this animalistic attraction to her that I've had with other people. Have people who have been in serious relationships compromised on looks? I haven't been in a serious relationship in a long time, and I've really enjoyed single life in the process. So I'm just trying to figure out if it's my avoidant personality playing tricks on me, or if this isn't normal. How the fuck am I supposed to answer that? I don't know what this man's thinking. He doesn't know what he's thinking. Like, I think it's probably an issue. Like, if you feel like you're not very attracted to someone, like... You're probably not having a great relationship because a great relationship should be both. I mean, like you need to define what compatibility is. You know what I mean? Like part of compatibility is sexual compatibility and like physical attraction and like that kind of stuff. Like if, if that's not a part of the equation for you, then like how compatible are you? Is it just because you have the same hobbies? Like that makes a good friend that doesn't necessarily make a great romantic partner. As I said, you do need both. So it's like if you're telling us that you're missing one, then yeah, you're probably not going to be set up for the long haul. Yeah, because eventually, like, you're going to find someone that you are attracted to who also has the qualities of this person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then, like, and that, at that point, you're just going to be like, bye, I'm trading up, which you is know, a shitty thing to do to a person. You know what? Advice right now, break up with her. Yeah. And you know why I'm saying that? Because if you don't want to, yeah, you know you're good. Yeah, exactly. It's point for, right. You point hear me right value. now. You hear me say get spaghetti, and you're like, no, oh, I do want the steak though. Yeah. Right. So I'm saying it right now, listener who may not be listening, break up with her. And if you hear that and you go, oh, 
then maybe she is good enough and you're being weird. Also, like, is it a result of your sexual interactions that maybe you're not feeling it? Like, do you guys not have, like, a bedroom compatibility, even though she has, like, a physical compatibility, like, visually? Like, maybe you're just not, like, connecting in that sense. So maybe you guys should try and be a little bit more mindful in the bedroom or something. Well, I mean, like, that's that's another thing. It's, like, if you're not wildly attracted to them, is, is sex a chore for you? Because, mm-hmm. like, if I was going to sleep with someone that I'm not attracted to, it wouldn't go well. And it certainly wouldn't be fun. No, and it definitely wouldn't for, happen for more anyone. than once. Yeah, you know you what I mean? Know? It's, like, it would be... I've I've tried to do things like that where it's like, you know, I've I've been horny and then like invited like booty called someone I wasn't super into. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like the whole time I'm like, I've what did I do? This sucks. <laughs> and like you're just filled with like guilt and regret and like you know the other person is picking up on all of that. You know what I mean? That's, That's a terrible thing, thing to do to someone like, else. There's no way they don't know that something's up. Yeah. So you really need to like sit down and be like, what does compatibility mean to you? Mm -hmm. And is the fact that you're not attracted to them going to impact things like your sex life and that kind of stuff? Because if if the answer is yes, that like, yeah, you're not that into them sexually. And that's something that matters to you in a relationship because like asexual relationships are fine and you can have them and they're normal and healthy. Um, But like if you're not an asexual person Mm -hmm. and you just don't want to have sex with your partner, then there might be a problem there. Yeah. So I think just really consider breaking up with them. And if that elicits strong feelings of nope, then yeah, maybe there's something else missing and like explore what that could be. Maybe you guys just aren't connecting in the bedroom. And if so, why? Like, have a chat about it. You know, and if, yeah. if you're really not attracted to them, then like you probably should actually break up to them because as Dane said, you're going to find somebody else and bail and that's going to suck. Or you're going to half-ass it and that's going to suck. And the whole time they're going to know something's off and it's going to suck for them. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned it before. It's one of those things where you have to be like, if, if you're double you know if you're if you're double thinking yourself or like questioning whether you want to be in a relationship you're not you shouldn't be in that relationship it needs to be a like a fuck yes or no Mm -hmm. we've talked about it a hundred times where it's like if you're not in it then you shouldn't be in it and it's that simple because Mm -hmm. the second like you said you start half-assing you start phoning things in you start sort of like taking them from granted and that's a really shitty thing to do to a person let alone to yourself like you deserve to be happy you deserve to be fulfilled Mm mm-hmm and just holding someone to like fill the place until you can find like someone who checks marks all the all the boxes is a super shitty thing to do to someone. Yeah. Already? Yes. What what energy are we going with, Dane? I don't know, man. This episode's all over the place. This okay. is why Thrare Oopsie showed my girlfriend my dick and now she's mad at me. <laughs> is she your girlfriend? That's my first question. <laughs> Whenever there's a celebration where I would get a gift, all my girlfriend ever offers is sex as the gift. We we have sex regularly, so it's not much of a gift. I always give her thoughtful gifts, and even when I'm running low on cash, I try and do something special for her. I've told her in the past how it made me feel, and she told me no man will complain about sex. She's really big on reciprocal energy, so I just did the same thing. It was the perfect opportunity because her birthday is two months after mine. All day passed, and I didn't give her anything. She asked me if I forgot about it, but I told her I had a surprise for her. I tied a bow on my dick and presented it to her. She was fucking pissed. Now her friends and sister keep DMing me telling me how much of an asshole I am. 
I was being extremely petty, but she wouldn't listen. So yeah, I don't know if I was tripping, but I know it was immature. I don't know how to fix it now. I mean, that's pretty much fucking brilliant, man. That's... It's You know what? Like, <laughs> I ain't mad at it. I mean, like, you recognize it was petty, but like, at the same time, what's wrong with it? Yeah, if your girlfriend is like, hey, no man will complain about sex, but then when you do it, she's like, yo, fuck you. It's like, you tried to talk to her, she didn't listen, and guess what? She gets the picture now. And yeah, like, I mean, it's, it's, we've got questions like this all the time where, you know, it's like where someone's like, you know, oh, I don't want to do this, but I want you to do this. And then the second it's like reversed, they're like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, you can't have it both ways. If you think that giving someone like that sex as a gift is a valid and, you know, a good thing to give someone, mm-hmm. then you shouldn't be angry when it's given to you in return. Exactly. And like this question would be slightly different if he had never like broached the subject with her and just kind of like done it. And like, you know, maybe there'd be a little bit more. But again, it's like if you're getting it for someone, you should be expecting it back or at least happy to get it back. Um, but he literally to- like told her before and she didn't care. So it's like you don't have a leg to stand on there at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so advice. I think like I think if you if you want to fix this, you do have to write you have to like admit and be like, hey, look, I know I was being petty, but I tried to talk to you and I thought this would be a good way to like illustrate my point. It's that, you know, if you're unhappy with what I'm giving you, then why can't I have the same emotions to what you're giving me? Mm-hmm. Um, but- and if she doesn't understand that and if that turns into another fight, then I think it's time to reconsider the relationship. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this could be a blessing in disguise because you guys are either going to talk and hopefully hash things out and be on a better um, on a better footing or she's going to be like, nah, bye. And like, fuck it. If, if you guys weren't going to be able to figure out a simple kind of like clash like this, then you probably are better off breaking up. Um, yeah. And like, I don't know. I don't really like because being like, oh, I want monetary that, or you know what I mean? I want something that's like goods, and that's how you have to show me. Like I understand that like that can be problematic, but if if he's just being like, oh, even when I'm strapped for cash, I like you know you know do something nice, which maybe dinner or whatever. Yeah. Um, like if he's just asking for something as simple as like, hey, maybe like on my birthday you could make me dinner and give me a massage. Mm-hmm. Like if if that's the extent of what he's at, like if. If the other thing, like if if what the real issue is, is like, oh, I bought you a fancy handbag, and now in return I want a you know fancy watch. Yeah. Like if if that's like, then you guys really need to get your shit together and be like, it means more than that. Yeah, like you buying a two hundred dollar present isn't then an obligation for them to get. You know what I mean? Like exactly. that's not how it works. However if one side is buying all these presents and the other side for no reason is just not like, again, like there should be like equity to a degree, whether it's monetary or like thought wise, you know what I mean? If one person gets way more money than the other and you know, there are all these things that factor in and we could spip all them for, for hours, I'm sure. Um, but like if your partner, like if you just want to get out on, of buying presents by using sex, like that's bullshit. Like a healthy relationship should have sex in it if that's unless you're both asexual or whatever you know what i mean um 
so it's it shouldn't be this special thing and like withholding it or using it in that way is kind of unfair yeah i mean like my favorite gifts have been amanda once uh for one of my birthdays i believe it was my birthday or an anniversary she like got uh frames from either movies that i made or like the posters or whatever of movies that i've made and she made like a big like film roll like framed picture of them Mm -hmm. uh and then on my 30th birthday she did like a 30 reasons why she loves me on like a little canvas and it's like my favorite gift of all time it's the sweetest thing i look at it and like i still kind of get like all teary-eyed when i see it in the bedroom um so like like we said it's like it's it's an investment in sort of like thought Mm -hmm. more than it is investment in sort of like monetary goods like you said it's like if this dude's just balling and he's like, hey, I'm going to spoil you with like new shoes or whatever. But she can't do that. She can't reciprocate that monetary value. If she finds something that means something to him, whether mm-hmm. it's watching his favorite movie and making dinner, like that can mean just as much as, you know, a $200 pair of shoes. Yeah. And the thing is, it seems like he knows that. So that's why I know that's not even a problem here. Yeah. So um, I don't know. So asking for a little bit more effort than just being like, here's the thing that we do. Yeah. Whenever. Text, I guess. Yeah, is and it also kind of like kind of cheapens the sexual connection mm-hmm. as well. If you just think of it as a commodity, yeah, it kind of it kind of like that would bum me out more than anything. Mm-hmm. So if your partner like says something to you, like listen to them, don't try to fucking gender shame them. Like no man would complain about that. That's such a shitty response because one, it's just blind ignorance. But secondly, it's like, oh, if you're complaining, you're not a man. You know, and it's an excellent example of how like toxic masculinity isn't a men, yeah, it's not men on men just, necessarily. Yeah, and it's or not, men on other people. Yeah, it's not just perpetrated by men. It's like mm-hmm. that is that comment right there is so rooted, like deeply rooted in toxic masculinity that it then hurts dudes. You yeah. know what I mean? And like that's how the cycle continues. Not to say that you know it starts with women, but no, but um, it, it's with everybody, right? Same with like you know toxic uh or like uh misogyny and shit right it's like not it's not just men who can be misogynist right yeah yeah it's uh it sucks and i'm 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 sorry you're dealing with this i don't think you dealt with it the best way it was a funny way (laughs) but you also did deal with it the best way yeah i think like i said you need to sort of like use that as a jumping off point be like okay why are you upset and then when she explains why she's upset, be like, cool, I was upset for the same reason. Mm-hmm. Why Why were my feelings at that point not, not valid, valid to you? So I have two things to say. One, the best, like, the only really, like, the best advice here is to not let it blow over and be like, okay, let's go back to the way things are. You know, mm-hmm. that that's the one thing that cannot happen, right? Whether you guys break up or whether you guys move on, those are both okay. But you being like, I'm sorry, you're right. I'll accept sex and I'll get you presents. That is the only way this can't end. Secondly, can we just imagine how funny it was when she had to go to her friends and sister and explain what happened enough that they all started messaging him, calling him an asshole? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's really good. good. It's very good. Um, Let's do one more quick one. You got one? Oh, yeah. Um, this is comes from Teddy Bobetti 23 and they say wearing lingerie for someone new sexy or weird. 
I've been single for quite some time and just so happen to like buying lingerie. I would love to wear it for a man, but I haven't dated much or been sexually active. I recently met a guy, went on a few dates, and the first time we had sex, I put on something sexy for him. His immediate reaction was, you look nice, but maybe you can buy lingerie just for me. I think he was implying that I wear lingerie for anyone and that I specifically has worn this for someone else. But in reality, I just have a shitload of lingerie and it makes me feel sexy. Should I stop putting on lingerie for a man because they think I wear the same one for every guy? I was genuinely confused with his reaction. And now I'm a little insecure about surprising a new guy with sexy lingerie. This is an interesting one because people definitely get into weird like like ownership when it comes to like sex related things. And like I get it when it's like a sex toy, you know, like a dildo or a vibrator or something. I get a slightly less if it's like handcuffs. It's not like they're anywhere particularly intimate usually, you know, but I still get it a little bit more. Lingerie and all that is really funny because if you just wore normal underwear, he wouldn't have been like, Ooh, can you maybe get normal underwear with me in future? Yeah. Or even like just the first day, like what her outfit was be like, right? mm, is that your first date outfit? I would, I would really prefer if you got something new just for me. Yeah, I'm worried that you might have worn those jeans with another man. So ugh. can you scour all the paint off your home before I come over and give it a fresh paint for, for when I come by? Hey, this bedspread, has it uh, has it seen another man? <laughs> Ooh, have you, have you recently retiled this bathroom? No, you haven't? Okay, I can't poop here. Um, if you could retile it by the next time I come over, that'd be great. <laughs> This air has, <laughs> has, been, has a man been in this air before? <laughs> like it, it's kind of ridiculous, you know. And it's it's weird because it it does I think stretch back from things that make a certain amount of sense. Um, which again, you can wash your sex toy. It doesn't really, and also doesn't really make sense. Just keep buying sex toys. So here's the thing: if if you're a dude who pulls out a dildo or a vibrator, I think there is a concern there for women mm-hmm. but if a woman like yeah if, if theirs I, yeah if so if i was I went home with a woman and she pulled out a vibrator or a toy and was like i want this to be used on me i'd be like okay cool because i assume mm-hmm. it is specifically for you mm-hmm. so cool you know what i mean whereas like if a dude's pulling out toys for a woman they have no idea whether or not it's been cleaned properly no, that's fair and there's also like the implication that it's been used with many people because yeah because he's not used it, you know yeah he might be, but I know. mean, he might be, yes. Um, yeah, but even like handcuffs, you know, I've had people like, you know, I had handcuffs after I'd been using them with someone, and it's like, yeah, you know, I mentioned someone once, and they got really weird. They were like, oh, using them with somebody else, though. I'm like, yes, but <laughs> yeah. like, I've also used my penis with someone else, yeah, and it, you know, it could get soggy. These cuffs are metal, there's no way their structural integrity is being broken have, down by a vagina. You have no idea what Cardi B could do to those. <laughs> <laughs> that punani deseni is is powerful you know and it's like i can kind of understand this like weird like sexual you want this like sexual originality right but it's not like it's not like it's a funko pop right like the sexual experience isn't being recorded inside it and like held onto for life that's the thing it's like unless you're walking in in this just like cum stained <laughs> sort of like very obviously used lingerie then like fuck it because like you said it's like what's the difference between underwear like if she wore she has like a you know a really nice sort of like first date undie set that makes her feel confident and sexy mm-hmm. and like you know shows off everything she wants to show off it's like are you gonna be fucking weird about that i 
I don't get this at all. No, like now, not even not even from like what you've said. Like none of that tracks for me. I do not get it. So what were his exact words again? Could you reread them for me, please? Um, you look nice, but maybe you can buy lingerie just for me. Okay, so as an alternate theory, maybe he just really liked it. And to him, like the idea of going out and like purchasing specific lingerie was like really exciting. Yes. You know, and I think that like, I think it all comes down to tone, which unfortunately mm-hmm. we don't get. No, um, not that we don't receive it. Just we're unable to process it. We have no idea. <laughs> what we just guess. We actually have uh, we have a dartboard. We just throw something at it, and we're like, "Oh man, this is a really angry listener." But she does say, "Like, I think he was implying that I wear lingerie for everyone." So, like, mm-hmm. that makes me lead lead me to believe that, like, maybe he like the tone was there. But again, people jump to wild conclusions, so I don't know. Yeah. So, like, yes, I think like that could be fun too. Like, if if someone had a penchant for lingerie, mm-hmm. I would love, and I, you know, got along with them and, and I wanted to continue seeing them. I would love to be a contributor to that collection. Yeah. And be like, Hey, that's a mine. And cause like, then you can have like a fun sort of like ownership of, of it where it's, you know, consensual and not toxic. That would be okay with me. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe but, if you mentioned something like that before, just be like, Oh, well, Hey, if you want to buy me something by all means, like what do you have in mind? And if he's just pumped to to get you into something specific, maybe it could be cool. And if he's like, oh, no, I just, you know, it's tainted. Then maybe you need to find a different dude. Yeah, because like. Because that is going to bleed over into other things. Like he's not going to stop at the lingerie. If he ever hears of any guy you've been with, go, he's not going to be happy. Or just like, just like if, if jealousy is that deeply rooted that he can get jealous over the fact that someone might have seen you in something that you've worn yeah that's like how is it going to be when like you know your male co-workers you and him are going for lunch yeah what well, if they you're call right? you and ask to see that fat clip <laughs> uh it's it's so stupid and i hate it and gentlemen i'm gonna say this right now or anyone really if someone is trying to do something nice to you and it's very obvious that they're it's their attempt to appeal to you mm-hmm. don't be a fucking idiot yeah don't, don't be, be an so, asshole don't be so stupid <laughs> appreciate that someone is putting an effort to arouse you like someone sexy is actively, effort yeah that's the yeah, best kind someone is actively putting in conscious effort to enhance your sexual experience and the only thing you can think of is you know jealousy and oh maybe so maybe i'm not getting the proper treatment fuck you get out of here <laughs> you ready for red flags let's do it all right it's either start doing drugs or ju- or this shit. So here I am. Hey man, I've been there. That's why I was on Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me a rating. Uh, I'm gonna give it high because I'm assuming it's a joke. <laughs> I think it's funny. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. Okay. So this person's name is Curry Cheese for some reason. <laughs> uh, so it's your profile. Uh, yeah, it is 100. percent So I'm gonna throw a dart at the dartboard and yeah it it seems it seems like this one's angry take your fucking glasses off i don't care who you are what kind of fish you caught this only about looks right now you wankers (laughs) yeah i'd like that one too it's so aggressive yeah but i assume they'd be sunglasses (laughs) oh okay i just thought they were like bullying people on on like they're like no i assume it's like like if i can't see half your face what the fuck's the point that's true yeah i get it Okay, yeah, I'm I'm upgrading my four to an eight. 
Yeah, like that was my one of my big pet peeves was when like it was a picture of a woman and one picture is her like 15 miles away on a beach. <laughs> and it's like, why are you so far away? That dot is how sexy. Yeah, and the other one is like her in a big sun hat with big sunglasses on. It's like, cool, well, like the lower yeah. half of your face seems okay. At least it's not dog filter. Oh, God. Fucking dog filters. Okay, you ready for this? This one is for Caroline. Or is it? Is that the red flag? Disclosure. This account is being managed by Caroline's friend, Jennifer. If we chat, you are not talking to Caroline. You're talking to me, Jennifer. Call the screening process. This online dating world is rough, as you're all aware. I'm just trying to help weed out the crowd. Heart. Put your fucking shirt on. <laughs> need to introduce them to curry cheese or whatever. Right? Whoever hated the glasses. Glasses off, nerd. Shirt on. This is Jennifer. Um, I Yeah, no, this is a huge red flag. I once matched with this uh, woman who I... I was like, oh, you're very, very cute. But I noticed that like every picture had another woman in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And at one point I was like, hey, uh, just checking because it seemed like like one of the women who was in it was like sometimes it was just like half her face. So I assumed it wasn't her. Uh, And I was like, hey, uh, just double checking. It's like, who am I talking to? She's like, well, it's both of us, um, but it's me. And it was the one that I didn't find attractive. No. And she was like, if, if, uh, you know, you got to kind of like get past me and she's then like we'll go. Boss? Yeah. And then she's like, and then, you know, whatever her name was, would we'll go on a date. I was like, no, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to be like, okay, cool. And you're gonna be like, yeah, great. This is awesome. She's going to meet you here. And then it's going to be you <laughs> and being like, oh, sorry, she couldn't come. So I figured I would come just not to stand you up. Hello. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so anytime there's any like two person fucking. Yeah. It's out, weird. No. Uh, uh, what's your rating then? Like a one? I'll give it a three because of the aggression at the end. <laughs> uh, this is by this is for Chi Chai, um, and the picture is them lounging in the park with their dog. I'm about to give up my foster dog, and I just quit my job, so I'm very depressed. Delight me. If we meet, we'll be masked at all times, no exceptions. And delight me is in all caps. Uh, yeah, no, I can't even find like the humor in this. Usually yeah. it's like, or that, like, Argh! I assume it's a joke, but this just seems like, no, you know what? Like we've had worse ones on, but I think I'm going to give this zero out of 10 because like, I just want so little to do with this one. It's not my job to delay you. No, Two, if you're that paranoid about like dating that you want to be masked at all times, cause like, yeah, what the fuck don't. are you doing? I guess like go for a walk. Cause like you can't go for drinks. Not that you'd want to. I don't know. It's yeah. And also like, <laughs> why are you giving up your dog and quitting your job? Well, it's a foster dog. So assumingly like she's like giving it to a new home, I guess. Right. I don't know. Fuck if I know either way. I hate it. All right. Uh, this is Anna. Life is destined to be a lonely journey. Why are you on dating profiles then? That's that's it. I mean, yeah, that doesn't really strike hope <laughs> for me that you think that if it's destined to be a lonely journey, then it's like, well, we're not going to make it. Uh, yeah, no, it's I, again, like, I, I don't like it. I'll give it a, I'll give it a one. A one. OK, yeah, I, it's that's the thing. It's like there's nothing to even like laugh at. It's just sad. Yeah, I mean, that's the best you could think of. That's like your like what you want to put out there in text form to represent yourself is that. Yeah. 
Uh, are you for this one? Your loneliness, though defeated, is still glorious. Dummies and hooligans, please sw- slide left. At first, I thought it was going to be a Britney Spears lyric. Your uh, loneliness, though defeated, is glorious. Yeah. Dummies and hooligans, please slide left. Please slide left. See, it's perfect. I, I love it. it. 10 out of 10. Imagine getting here and be like, oh, I am a dummy. <laughs> Shit. I would, or oh, yeah. I'm a hooligan. <laughs> Do uh, I have to slide left, swipe left, slide left either? I'm I'm quite the hooligan sometimes. You're 100% a hooligan. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, this one's just so, so bad. But it's going to be a three. It's a 10 if you sing the song to Britney Spears. Yes, but she didn't. And the last one, TM. So maybe they're trademarked. We don't know. Actually, did you give me a rating for the last one? I said 10. Oh, okay. Well, global pandemic exposing the inefficiency and corruption in every societal institution. Red skies spelling fire and doom and screaming at the human destruction of the world we live in. Uprisings against a violent police state. But what I want to know is, have you heard of our Lord and Savior, Kyle Lowry, Canada's ass? <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. Give it a solid eight. Yeah, yeah, I can give it about that too. Uh, thank you very much for listening. It is, uh, we're, we're, I'm already surprised we're at like three episodes into a hundred. It's, I feel like episode 200 is going to come a lot faster. Yeah. I feel like we're going to blink and we'll be at 200. Picking up momentum. Somehow making time go faster, which you're welcome because this year needs to fucking end. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost 2021. And I do love how a lot of people are like, well, I can't wait till this year's over. As if 2021 will magically be better. Yeah, as if like, at, you know, the stroke of midnight on December 31st, it's going to be like Corona gets eradicated. It's like yeah. we're not on like a timer where it's like survive as long as you can. And then, like, you know, when we when we wind down the clock, it's like you did it. Yeah. Here's this really great year. Everything's chocolate. Yeah, like it's not like we're in like horde mode and we just have to survive till 2021. And then it's yeah. like, bing, completed. 500 experience. Here's a new weapon. Although, although, if that does happen, I hope I get a bow. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And it's funny because I feel like I say it the exact same t- way every episode, so it just sounds like you recorded me saying it once and edited it in. It also just happens randomly. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. You'll never know. Uh, if you want to send us a question for us to answer, please hit us up on uh, Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at FCK underscore buddies. You can hit us up on Gmail at fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com or you can visit us online at fbuddiespodcast.com. All right, here was the sex writing. All right. Cookie's not like all the women that Clay's been no. with. Nothing no. with Gemma. Not just with regard to lovemaking, but with other things as well. For instance, <laughs> me want cookies? <laughs> means just that. There's no second guessing, no reading between the lines, no wondering if his request for cookies is the result of something he's done wrong, if he'll wind up sleeping on the couch before the night is through, seeking comfort in someone else's bed, something he's not done since he's been with Cookie. It's not a complex code Clay needs to decipher. Nookie won't be withheld if he brings cookie ginger snaps instead of shortbread. Though, the monster Clay has discovered in their time together is partial to chocolate chip cookies and despises <laughs> oatmeal raisin unless they're slathered in icing. The sweeter, the better. The phrase, me want Clay, 
is easy enough to understand as well. There's no need to overthink things or consider mood when it comes to sex and what Cookie wants. The monster is surprisingly communicative in bed, creative, and flexible. Likewise, <laughs> om nom. Ow. Om nom nom requires How is little communication on Clay's part. And for some reason, the sound of Cookie's enjoyment as he stuffs his face with a playful of cocky cookies makes Clay <laughs> hard and horny as that, fuck. Freudian slip. Of course, that might be something to do with the fact that Cookie makes the same sound when he's got Clay's dick in his mouth and he's working <laughs> his tongue into Clay's ass, loosening the tight ring of muscles for fucking. It isn't love. At least Clay doesn't think it is. doesn't want to think too much about it because Cookie <gasps> hasn't asked him for a qualification of what it is that they do have together. Hasn't pressured Clay to label it. Not like a woman would. No, it isn't love, most likely. What he and Cookie do have going on between them is close enough. Makes Clay want to stay and figure out what the hell it is they do have. And fuck, he isn't the woman in all of this. Neither is Cookie. And it's weird not having a woman involved. Om nom nom. Cookie devours his second plate of sugar cookies, rousing Clay from his thoughts. Crumbs fly everywhere. Shouldn't be a turn on, but it is. Shouldn't cause Clay to have to pop the fly on his jeans and settle back against the couch cushions, adjust himself. Clay bites his lip, digs his toes into the plush carpet, takes the half cookie his lover offers him and stuffs it in his mouth. Crumbs fall from his lips, land in his lap, and he belches at the same time that Cookie does. Synchronized belching. Fuck. Maybe this is love after all. <laughs> that is the key. That is the indicator. I mean, other than like the weird, like <laughs> no, no woman talk again, this is still a very healthy relationship. Yeah. The fact's like, not like a woman would. I'm like, oh yeah, God, you know, it was other- written in fucking, when was it written? Like 20, 2012. Never mind. Still. Also, when he's like, oh, there's no guessing what cookies mean. It's like, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I'm not. the first time cookies meant sex, now cookies actually mean cookies? Because to me, that seems like a big difference. Someone's like, I want cookies, and you're like, all right. And then you go to fuck them, and they're like, what are you doing? I just wanted a treat. <laughs> you fucking maniac. Like, that to me, also, the way he's like, oh, he's, com- he's excellent at communication. That's like, he says like four things. Um, That's all he can- Yeah. Me hold you forever. Also, can I just the other thing where he's like, oh, it sounds like he's got him in his like the same noise he makes when he eats cookies, the same noise he makes when he has his dick in his mouth. It's like, cookie. Have you seen Cookie Monster eat cookies? Do you remember what he does? <laughs> there is no way I would rather Cardi B soggy my dick up than let Cookie Monster fucking crunch it, show down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, let's end this bad boy. Do you remember Paula Dean? Do you know who Paula Dean is? Um, no. She's like the Southern cooking woman. She also ended up being like super racist. Oh, uh, but she she like everything was just like deep fried and covered in butter. And this is important because Paula Dean on Pornhub says that girl is so skinny. She definitely needs more butter. <laughs> My name is Dane Miller, and I'm Nas Fan. We've been your fuck buddies. Nom 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 nom. nom. <laughs>